0: Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Potential podcast. I'm your host, Beth Willis. In my role as a coach, I aim to inspire people to believe that the sky is the limit. In this podcast, I will provide information on mindset, fitness, and nutrition with amazing guests as we look to unlock your own infinite potential. Hello everyone and welcome back to series two of the Infinite Potential podcast. We've got the awesome introduction uh, sorted that came in at the end of the previous series and we have our first guest lined up for next week. So really excited to get stuck back into this podcast and hopefully provide you all with some helpful but more importantly usable content. So, we're going to start by talking about uh, mindset journaling and a bit of self reflection for 2020. I thought the best thing to do initially would be to just provide some kind of definitions or understanding around the terms that I've just used um, as kind of a preface before we go into the meat of the podcast. So Mindset itself is the established set of attitudes that are held by someone, so attitudes and beliefs uh, that are held by any one individual. Journaling is, uh, this is not so much a definition but what journaling is. Journaling Journaling regularly enables you to Analyze your experiences and situations more deeply, but also more objectively. And in that process, recognise how these experiences impact you and where you maybe want to make any changes. Self-reflection then follows on from that, which is described or defined as serious thought about one's character and actions. So, they're kind of the three preface kind of definitions before we go into this podcast Um, and i'll just touch on journaling again once more Um, it's simply writing down your thoughts and feelings to understand them more clearly really and if you struggle with maybe stress in some cases depression but i would always obviously seek professional help with that first But as I said, in some cases, if you struggle with stress, depression or anxiety, keeping a journal can be a great idea um, as it can help you gain a little bit more control over your emotions and perhaps understand what forces are at play um, in terms of how you deal with things. So some of you uh, may remember that when you were younger, you maybe kept a a personal diary or almost kind of scribbled little notes and things like that. And I guess journaling is almost like the adult version of that process. And the word journaling can sometimes put people off or it can maybe come across as a slight cliché. But there are numerous things that you could use your journal for. You could use it simply as a, as a goal setting tool. So most journals you find may have kind of a goals, period, uh, goals page for the year or... The one that I handed out at the retreat had a goal summary for the year, but also um, monthly and then weekly priorities that you could break down. Uh, But even if it's just kind of blank pages, you can set individual goals across pages for the year, do your own doodling. It doesn't necessarily have to be uh, a journal that has everything laid out for you. Some people would prefer maybe it's just a blank notebook that you can grip get creative with, others really prefer the structure. So you could use you could use your journal for your goal setting for the year. You could simply use it um as kind of a way of tracking your to-do lists or going through handwritten to do lists, which I'll cover in a little bit more detail. You can add gratitude into there. So maybe one to three things every day that you're grateful for. Um, and that's a practice that can be really, really beneficial, especially for kind of your mindset and how you're thinking about things. You could even use it for kind of a bit of visualisation. You could do a couple of pages where you maybe almost create a vision board at the front of your journal. So you can draw little pictures of what you might... You know, things that you may want to achieve that year or you could print some pictures and stick it in. Um, So really, it's about setting up a a journal or a habit that works for you, that allows you to be reflective, understand where your current mindset is, um, but also works as a tool that helps you achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve in 2020 and beyond. Um, and kind of a line that I think sums that up superbly is if you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right either way. So, you know, laying out these goals, to handwriting them, which I'm a big fan of, Um, can make them a little bit more real, breaking them down so that they don't just seem like a a single word that you've kind of got no map as to how to get there and using your journal for what what it is that you need to use it for, okay? There is no right or wrong way of going about something like journaling or self-reflection. It's entirely how you wouldn't use it for. So the majority of mine at the moment is for to-do lists because I have quite a bit going on. Um, which is really really exciting and if I don't get it out of my head I can almost get a little bit anxious about the to-do list and I spend almost energy that I don't need to spend trying to remember everything whereas if I just get it down onto a piece of paper even if I forget something I then go and do it I'll write it on and I'll give it a tick because I've done that and I've achieved it Um, and as I said touching a little bit more on on the handwriting of things I think nowadays you know with social media with most of most of everyone's working life perhaps involving some form of of computer or certainly a massive reduction in handwriting how powerful it is it how powerful do you think it would be if you decided to handwrite your goals and maybe stick them up on a wall in your office or stick them on your fridge if you want to be completely out there so you know your neighbor sally when she pops around she can see that you know in june you want to do your first triathlon well people are then going to start to remember those things and hold you accountable to them. But the main thing is it's about doing it for yourself. And journaling is something that I, for want of a better term, I pushed obviously on the 2020 Vision Retreat, but it's also something that I have massively stepped up my own use of um, so far this year. And I think I'm kind of reaping the benefits in multiple, multiple ways. And we're going to continue to talk about that further now. So, as I've said already, your, your journal can be anything that you need it to be. Um, and it's purely a self reflective tool, which, if we refer back to the start, is serious thought about one's character and actions. And, you know, being self reflective and analysing whether that be your work performance, whether that be how you feel that you've maybe come together as a family group over the start of the year, whether that be your current relationship, whether that be your fitness and your nutrition. If we don't look back and apply kind of a little bit of self-assessment or self-reflection, um, and you're currently unhappy with the way things are going, that self-reflection of that period of self-reflection is important in order to understand or increase our understanding as to where we could maybe make changes. And then it could just be as simple as... Noting down a couple of those changes in your journal, you know, you don't even have to share them with anyone. But if you're looking at that every day or a couple of days a week and you're you're scribbling bits in, all of a sudden you're just keeping that mental process of thinking about the changes that you want to make um, and seeing it on a more regular basis, thinking about it on a more regular basis. And as a result of that, small habits and actions may start to change, which obviously lead you closer towards those changes that you are trying to achieve As I've already said, you can put to-do lists into there. You could also put things like quotes that really mean something to you. Like I said at the start, if you think you can't or you think you can, you're probably right. That may be a quote that works for you. There are numerous other quotes out there. All All you need to do is jump onto Google or any of the other search engines and type in whether it be motivational quotes, mindset quotes, fitness quotes, anything like that. And there'll be some that will really jump out at you. And the same ones will, you know, different ones will jump out for different reasons. And you could maybe scribble them in as kind of almost little mantras that you want to try and live by or move towards. And obviously, writing down goals, as I've said already, handwritten. Um, I'm a big, big believer, anecdotally, just in my own experience, um, as to how powerful just the, the simple action of writing something down um, yourself can be. Um, and it's something that I've massively, massively incorporated this year. And you know, we started off this this podcast by talking about mindset and how it's a series of beliefs that are held by someone. Now, these beliefs are powerful beliefs, um, and this I picked up from reading Carol Dweck's book, Mindset, which is a superb book and I would recommend it. And she says, mindset are powerful beliefs, but they are just something in your mind and you can change your mind. And that boils down to whether you kind of sit within a fixed or a growth mindset and you know, be, being one or the other isn't necessarily a bad thing in either way. You can be fixed in your mindset towards X, but growth-orientated in your mindset towards Y. But again, it boils down to reflecting and understanding and developing an understanding as to where you currently sit. You know, for the most part, fixed mindsets tend to be unchangeable towards something. Perhaps maybe avoid a challenge or... fear of failure therefore you you perhaps give up or you step away from something a little bit easier because you don't want to go through that that failure process whereas a growth mindset will be kind of analyze things a little bit more deeply we'll analyze mistakes and then accept the challenge of perhaps making changes uh, easily inspired by others and happy to learn new things and perhaps fail but then go again and that may sound like you never want to be in a fixed mindset but actually sometimes you know we we grow up with a series of beliefs that albeit they can be changeable it can be hard to move away from that um and you know you may have a series of beliefs as to how you want to run your family so you're maybe more fixed towards that but you could have a real open mind to how you want to go about changing your fitness and nutrition habits so therefore you're kind of going through a growth process there and it's understanding and evaluating where you sit on those two and I want to caveat that by saying you know if if you're unsure as to where you sit for your kind of fitness and nutrition and how you could go about making a change you know reach out to me send me a message um, and we can discuss kind of where you feel like you're maybe slightly fixed you know perhaps scared of making changes maybe due to how it may affect family dynamics at home or just how it may affect you if you constant if you believe that you're kind of a certain body shape and you're unsure as to how you kind of go about changing that belief. And remembering that, albeit they are powerful beliefs, it is something in your mind and you can change your mind. Following on from that, one mindset that I'd like you to think about changing almost instantly, and it's just kind of a reframe, it's just a change in two words, from I need to I get. So if I give you some examples, um, I, I really need to lose weight, or i oh, really need to go to the gym today and you can see there's almost like a i'm sighing before i say it there's a there's a need there and there's almost a level of frustration that goes on with saying that and it's actually almost linked towards grat- gratitude and thinking actually today i get to choose to lose weight i get to choose to do those habits i'm in a position with where i live financially economically Um, family support all of these reasons that you're in a position where you get to choose to make the changes to lose weight you get to go to the gym because there's one local to you or you've got the ability to afford to go or you've got the time to be able to go or a mix of all of those um and I think that's just such a positive change in sentence from I need to do something to I get to do something because you know no one's perfect I I will say it um but I think actually just taking stock sometimes and realising that for the most part we are in positions where if we want to make a change to our body composition, to our health, to our fitness, to our strength, we're in a position where we get to, Not, and we, we want to avoid being in a position where we feel like we need to, and even when we need to it's understanding that we still get to make that decision. Um, you know there's people out there that perhaps aren't in that position to make that decision Um, and it's just reframing that and adding a little bit of positivity to that situation Um, and you know finishing up this podcast um, it's I think it's really important to remember that life is this is one of my favorite quotes and if you're going to open a journal today or you've got a notebook in front of you or you've got a piece of paper or you're driving make sure you remember this Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Take that, take that control and run with it, okay? You have more control than you ever realise. You have control over how you react to somebody's tone, the way they may speak to you in the office. You have control over whether you go to the gym or not. You have control over how you react in traffic. You have control over so much because 90% of something, 90%, is how you react to it. 10% is what happens to you. And I want you to take ownership of that today, write that down, open up a book, put it beside your bed, and don't feel like you fail if you only open that twice this week, because last week you didn't even have the book, and you hadn't even written in it. If you then open it four times next week, you then start to journal every other day. These are all wins that are going to help you add a little bit of self-reflection into your life. However, that book looks. Remember, it doesn't need to be formatted specifically. However, that looks. Whether you do some, whether you just work on vision boards, whether you use it for to-do lists, um, whether you just use it to write down your thoughts that day, self-reflection, a bit of self-analysis, and then you can make. You'd be surprised at the changes that you could maybe start to tweak. That. Could even be just the slightest things, but they they can put you on that. It's kind of moving the the aeroplane one degree to the left and its final destination could be 100 miles away from where it was originally going to go. And that's that's the tool that journaling could be for you. Um, And I'm going to finish that there and just say, obviously, if you want to carry on this conversation, reach out to me. I've got the links in the notes below for Instagram, which is Beth Willis underscore PT or on Facebook, which is Willis Fitness PT, um, and we can continue this conversation. I'm happy to obviously have a chat privately with anyone that's maybe thinking about starting kind of going through a bit of a self-reflection process. And uh, just remember, I'll finish with it again. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it.